Lee, do you have a, uh, a cloth or something to wipe your camera screen? It looks a little blurry. It could be the glare as well. Oh, you're, you're muted, Councilman. You have to press and hold the space bar. Uh, I think it was the curtain. Is it better now? It's a little better. Okay, and I'll, I'll wipe the camera as well. Is it better? That's uh, a little better. That'll work. Okay, thank you. Thanks. All right, everybody, we'll go ahead and get started. Uh, good morning. Uh, this is May 13th, 2020. Uh, this is the third virtual council meeting. We are at the Joseph F. Denny Building at 1221 Elmwood Park Boulevard in Jefferson Parish. Uh, it is right at, right after 10 o'clock, and we're calling this meeting to order. Uh, but before we uh, start, I would like to uh, have a uh, recognize uh, council, I mean, Parish President Cynthia Lee Shang. We're gonna ask for a moment of silence uh, for Coach Furman Sims. Uh, he was uh, the Biddy Basketball Franchise President. Um, Madam President. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. We would like to um, have a moment of silence for the passing of um, Coach Furman Sims. He was the Biddy Basketball Franchise President, as you stated. Uh, he was 91 years old. He was involved in the West Bank Babe Ruth and the Dizzy Dean um, basketball, um, baseball franchise. And so many, um, so many athletes uh, have been proud to call him coach. So we want to just um, give our condolences to his family um, during this difficult time. He, he touched a lot of lives. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Can we have a moment of silence, please? Well, thank you all very much. Uh, now I'd like to turn it over to Councilman Lee uh, to introduce his guest for the invocation. Councilman? Yes, uh, uh, I'm proud to have uh, someone who's uh, been a longtime friend of mine and has been my pastor for a long time, and that's none, none other than uh, Pastor Edward Jobe. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for this uh, opportunity and privilege. Uh, I want to ask that we would bow our heads in a word of prayer. Dear gracious and merciful Father, we come now at this time in the spirit of thanksgiving. God, we thank you even during these difficult times. Father, we thank you for life, we thank you for health, and we thank you for strength. We thank you for watching over us and keeping us in your keeping care. And Father, we come now, Lord, at the onset of this council meeting, Lord, asking for your guidance, that you would be with us and keep us in your keeping care. Help us, God. 
You know the plans you have for Jefferson Parish. And Father, we pray now that you would lead, guide, and direct uh, those who are a part of this meeting. God, that things will be done according to your will and way, and that we would be able to do that which shall lead to the furtherance of this parish in a successful manner. Help us, God. God, that we might be able to uh, conduct ourselves in such a way that shall lead to the betterment of all uh, members of Jefferson Parish. We pray, God, for those who are uh, the, the, the uh, members who are uh, working uh, in this parish during this time. Pray that thou would cover them, those employees, and thou would watch over them. And then, God, we also add to this prayer, uh, prayer for this Sims family. Pray that thou would be with them even at this most difficult time. Now, God, we ask once again that thou would cut, touch each and every council member, every staff member, and God, that you would lead them in a way that will help to accomplish your will in this parish, not only for this day, but in the days to come. And then, God, as you have said in your word, we have not because we ask not. So, God, we come now and touch this issue of the coronavirus, and we ask that thou would lift it from not only from us, but from this world. And, Father, we just ask that thou would be with us and keep us in your keeping care. Now, God, let your peace abide in the midst of this meeting. Let us ask the questions that need to be asked, make the statements that need to be made, but let us do it in a spirit of love, God, that we might bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, I would like to call now on Fire Director Dave Tibbetts to please lead us in the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Chief. Um, Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Chairman Templet. Present. Councilman Walker. Here. Councilman Edwards. Present. Councilman Bonanno. Here. Councilman Lee. Councilman Estrada. Present. Councilwoman Van Rankin. Present. Parish President, Ms. Luchang. Yes, ma'am. I have completed the roll. Thank, thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, just wanted to say real fast thank you uh, to many people, uh, our staff, uh, my colleagues, the parish president, uh, as well as many nurses, doctors, first responders, uh, and business owners out there that have been working diligently to get us to the next phase of opening businesses here in Jefferson Parish and in the state of Louisiana. Uh, you know, it, uh, we've been moving slow and steady, but we're definitely moving in the right direction. Uh, you know, the governor's call, which will take effect on Friday, allows us to open our restaurants uh, up to 25 percent 
Uh, businesses, most businesses up to 25%, including churches, gyms, movie theaters, barbershops, nail salons, hair salons, uh, including myself, I'm looking forward to going to get a haircut. Um, you know, bars that serve food, casinos, video poker establishments, and museums. Uh, but the important thing to remember, everyone, is that this fight is not over and this pandemic is not over. Uh, the call out there the governor has is for 21 days. Uh, we need to keep continuing practicing uh, good hygiene, uh, social distancing, uh, and heed the call to wear masks and protect ourselves. Wash our hands for 20 seconds with soap or use sanitizer. Look, we're all in this together and we can get through this together and we're moving in the right direction. And I just wanted to thank you once again to everyone working uh, together because this is our fight. Um, now I'd like to ask if uh, Madam President, would you like to address the council? Yes, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I'll just go over the case numbers as of yesterday. Of course, we'll get updated cases today, but um, Jefferson Parish is at 6,789 with unfortunately 405 deaths. So that was not a good number to, um, to have to surpass, but um, certainly we, we know what many people are suffering. Um, the good news on that front is Jefferson Parish has uh, tested over 32,000 people. We have been very aggressive on testing. Uh, we have tested 7% of our population. The national average goal is 4%. So um, we wanna thank everyone who has been involved um, in many of the testing um, uh, community and drive-through sites. And um, we wanna especially thank LCMC for bringing testing into the community in Marrero, Ashna for um, doing that with um, bringing community testing in Gretna and Kenner. And we are working with both of those organizations to announce um, soon some additional testing sites, especially we wanna get to um, Grand Island Metairie next. Um, just an update as we all look to phase one on what is gonna happen on the administrative side. Certainly uh, we have been open, all of you all know, your, your office has been open, our departments have been open, um, but starting on Monday, May 18th, we're gonna, it, for the parish departments, the parish administrative departments, we're gonna still try to telework as much as possible. Um, we're gonna continue to operate by appointment only. Um, we are going to require temperature checks for anyone coming into our building. So we know um, there are other agencies in many of our facilities. Um, we don't know if they're gonna start having more public. So we're gonna um, implement temperature checks um, coming into our buildings. And then any of us coming into the, our, our Jefferson Parish buildings must wear a mask while they are in our hallways, in our elevators until they get to their individual office suites. Um, on the transit side, we're very happy about our public transportation. We have not reduced service at all. So I wanna say kudos to that department. Public transportation is still free. Um, the riders will board on the, the rear door. Um, we have installed hand sanitizers for riders as they board. Um, and we've installed a barrier shield to protect our drivers and masks will be required for all drivers starting on May 15th. Um, and um, I'm sorry, all riders. So um, all riders of our transit bus will um, have to wear masks starting on May 15th. Our libraries remain closed to the public. Um, our book drops will now open at all locations. Of course, our library will continue to deliver incredible online resources. We encourage everyone to check that out. Um, in Jefferson Parish Recreation, the governor did allow for uh, non-contact sports. So we had to um, quickly go through the, the amenities at our recreational department that we will be able to open in phase one. So 
that's the tennis courts, <clears throat> the batting cages, the dog parks, the fishing piers, the disc golf, and the boardwalk. <clears throat> Remaining closed in phase one for our recreational department <clears throat> is our outdoor restrooms, our outdoor water fountains, the tot lots, the shelters, the outdoor exercise equipment, the carousel and spray park, the outdoor basketball goals, uh, the swimming pool at Johnny Jacobs concession stands and the meeting rooms and meeting rental space. Her animal shelter remains open by appointment only. Adoptables are still available online and the animal control operations remain limited to emergencies only. Um, but the good news for those waiting for recycling to resume on Monday, May 18th, we will resume our recycling services. So we wanna thank everyone uh, for their patience while we had to suspend that service. We wanted to make sure trash pickup was reliable. So we, we made that call to do that, but recycling will resume on Monday, May 18th. And then <clears throat> as a side note, on Saturday, May 16th, pre-coronavirus, we had a household hazardous waste collection scheduled for here at the Yenny building that will be canceled. So the household hazardous waste collection um, has been canceled. And just a reminder, um, before I finish, our current census rate uh, completion rate is 59%. So we wanna encourage everyone to visit the 2020census.gov. Please respond, you can respond by um, online, by phone or by mail. We want everyone, we wanna make sure everyone in Jefferson Parish um, is counted. So thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Madam Clerk. And once again, I mean, Madam President, thank you once again for all your hard work and moving Jefferson Parish back in the direction we were hopefully we're going into. Um, real fast, just for the public, uh, if you need to call in for a comment at any moment during this council meeting, please do so. The number is actually probably scrolling across the screen, either on JPTV, the, the internet, uh, as well as live streaming, but the number is 504-758-3117. Uh, once again, the number is 504-758-3117. Once you're connected, uh, you must press zero to register your comments uh, and be placed into queue to speak. So uh, we'll repeat this over and over, but just wanted to make sure people had the opportunity to speak uh, if choosing so. Uh, we're now at the portion of our meeting where persons wishing to appear before the council regarding resolutions on the agenda or the addendum agenda. Uh, once again, you can call in on that number at 504-758-3117 and press zero to queue in. Um, and we also have emails that were sent in to, to uh, be read into the records. Uh, we will read those in and I were suspending the rules on the requirements on the requirements to sign a card to speak in the virtual uh, council meeting here. Uh, so at this time, uh, we're gonna first check to see if we have any calls and we will wait 30 seconds or so just to see if anyone queues up that would like to speak. Okay, and we so, so we're, we're gonna keep the lines open. We have one call. Okay, we do have one call. I'm sorry, ma'am. Madam Clerk. Miss um, Susan Antwistle and... Miss um, Susan, please state your name for the record and the, the mic is yours. 
And you have three minutes. Thank you so much for taking. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. First of all, I'd like to thank our parish leaders and all the first responders, everyone on the front line. Great job. Anyway, uh, my question is, uh, I live in an apartment. I'd like to know when the dog parks will reopen. Uh, passed by Bonneville Vote Launch this past weekend. So many people were out there, but um, the dog parks are all still padlocked. And uh, a lot of people have pets. And uh, all we could do is just take them for a walk, you know, around for like a block or so. They really need to get some exercise. Thank you very much. And I think the parish president noted that, and the president, if you would like to speak, I think you noted that those parks will be open uh, this coming week. Yes, Mr. Chairman, the dog parks are one of the amenities that we will open in phase one on Friday, along with the tennis courts, the batting cage, the, um, the fishing piers, the disc, and the boardwalk as well. So, ma'am. Thank you so much. I'm Thanks so grateful for y'all taking my call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Do we have any other calls? No. No, sir. We're going to move to where we start reading emails. Uh, we have over 62 emails to be read in, so this will be a little, little time-consuming. Uh, and then if anyone wants to try to call in, and meanwhile, after those emails are read in, uh, we'll take your call at 504 Three one one seven and press zero to queue in. Madam Clerk. Miss Diane Carrier, I am totally against Cornerstone building the hydrogen cyanide plant. My family lives in River Ridge. This includes my mother, who is 95 years old, and grandchildren varying from the age of three to 11 years old. This is an extremely dangerous situation for any person of any age. What else? are they doing? How can you allow this hydrogen cyanide plant to be built with a company that does not abide by the rules? Your vote could potentially place all citizens in Jefferson Parish in danger. Ms. Laura Perez, I respectfully plead with our representatives to vote no to the request by Cornerstone to enlarge the hydrogen cyanide operations on the West Bank of Jefferson Parish. This profits the residents of Jefferson Parish in no way. Your constituents, those who elected you and for whose good you work, do not want this operation to be approved. We need you to protect the health of our people and our environment, without which we can have no quality of life in Jefferson. My family has been calling Jefferson home since the 1930s, and we have invested our fortunes, our time and talents in the future of uh, four generations of people in the betterment of this lovely, <coughs> lovely area. If this is approved by the Jefferson Parish Council, we will then be assured that you are working in the best interest of corporate profits, not your constituents. Ms. Shirley Sesson, I'm writing uh, to put in the, my input as a citizen for the Jefferson Parish Council meeting, May 13th. Firstly, I would like any and all discussion or voting on the new hydrogen cyanide plant at Cornerstone Chemical to be delayed until such time as the public is able to attend that council meeting. 
This will allow the public to actively participate instead of just submitting a statement for this serious and concerning expansion. In the absence of that, I would like to express my concerns about the addition of a fifth chemical plant at the Cornerstone Chemical Company complex in West Vigo. As a resident of Kenner, I often smell the leak from Cornerstone. I know that a criminal um, and sulfur dioxide smell like and those odors emanate from the Cornerstone facilities frequently. These are leaks that go unreported. In fact, those like myself who live around Cornerstone know the plant has many unreported leaks. The addition of a plant for hydrogen cyanide production and storage is a frightening thing for those of us who live close to Cornerstone. Their past track record of not revealing leaks and accidents combined with large amounts of such a deadly substance as hydrogen cyanide in a residential area is not something anyone should accept. Even if they did report a leak, there would be no time to evacuate with such a deadly poison as hydrogen cyanide. Large amounts of hydrogen cyanide would be no time be manufactured or stored in a residential area such as Cornerstone Chemical, Chemical Company wants to, especially in a hurricane zone, and under the flight path of many flights from our local airport. I am against any expansion of the Cornerstone Chemical Com Company complex in West Vigo. As a taxpayer, I'm willing to pay any cost to prevent Cornerstone Chemical Company from expansion, especially the addition of a hydrogen cyanide plant. The Jefferson Parish Council does not have my permission to grant Cornerstone Chemical Company in West Vigo a permit to expand its facility in any way or to allow the building of a plant for the production of cyanide or the storage of hydrogen cyanide. Michael Zogby. We write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company and we sincerely appreciate the council taking time to consider the amendment to Cornerstone's SPU in light of everything you are working on to keep us safe from the COVID-19 virus. As resi residents of Jefferson Parish, your constituents and employees of Cornerstone, we are asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCN facilities. As employees of Cornerstone, we work to create, support, and sustain a safe working environment for our co co-workers, our community, and ourselves. We know firsthand that Cornerstone has safely produced, handled, and managed HCN at the Wagman site for years, both as a standalone plant and as a co-product of acrylamide. Cornerstone is also a community partner in Wagman and works to keep in contact with its neighbors, whether it is supporting United Way of Southeast Louisiana, our local association, our Wagman community, or 10 adopted Jefferson Parish public schools. We work to make a strong positive impact in our community. Recently, we have seen how Louisiana's chemical industry has played a vital role in the fight against COVID-19. And we at Cornerstone have been doing our part to produce products that keep the world safe. For example, Cornerstone produces the HCN and sulfuric acid needed to make the protective barriers refer, refer to as social distancing shields, sneeze guards, or protective panels that are being installed in grocery stores and other transactional spaces to help keep staff, customers, and visitors safe and socially distanced. 
The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local company economy. We live in this community and we are proud of the work our co-workers and we do. Passage of the ordinance will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities and run an even safer plant. Um, they listed constituents of District 1, they have six in District 2, they have seven constituents in District 3, they have three constituents in District 4, they have seven constituents in District 5, they have six. <clears throat> Jenny Zimmer. I am here to oppose the hydrogen cyanide plant and storage at Cornerstone and a settlement authorization for the lawsuit filed by Cornerstone. I ask Councilman Fanano to take the lead on this and represent the citizens. We have discussed my opposition to the cyanide plant and storage tanks at Cornerstone on numerous occasions and you said you would oppose any new chemical plants in Jefferson Parish. This falls under your five plan that you stated would work with your colleagues on the council to propose legislation that will prohibit the future permitting of any new chemical production facility in Jefferson Parish. You stated that there is simply no safe place to place any new chemical production facilities in our neighborhood. Please keep our neighborhood safe. My family does not want this and I hope you, the council, will represent your constituents and move along with defending the lawsuit that Cornerstone has filed against the parish. Michael Boudreaux, please see attached letter. I'm writing in support of Cornerstone Chemical Plant SPU for a hydrogen cyanide unit. My wife and I have lived in Wagaman for the last 34 years and have raised two children here. Our oldest daughter and her husband live with our two small grandchildren within two miles of Cornerstone. I have no major concern with this unit being built. I have worked in the petrochemical and refining industries for over 30 years and have seen vast improvements in process operating technology, safety systems applications, and the HAZOP review process. Cornerstone's SPU request is a direct result of an improved operating process. Cornerstone is, the pro is in the process of upgrading its crinoid process and in order to meet contractual requirements, Cornerstone has chosen to build a small HCN producing unit instead of bringing in HCN by truck and rail car, which poses a much greater danger to the community. Cornerstone's decision to build an HCN unit is by far the safest way to meet their HCN contractual requirements. Any leak or release will immediately be identified, contained, and mitigated on their site. If they were to be denied the SPU ordinance, Cornerstone's alternative will be to have HCN brought in by truck and rail car. If a rail car were to develop a leak while sitting in a rail yard or in an isolated section of the track, the leak may go undetected for quite some time and will pose great danger to the wagoning community as well as other communities the rail cars traverse. If a truck carrying HCN were to be in an accident, the potential for an HCN release in a populated area is great. I urge the council to approve Cornerstone's HCN SPU that an HCN processing component within Cornerstone property is by far the safest alternative. 
is Lisa Carlin. Cornerstone Chemical announced the licensing of Sinai plant technology from Chemilors on December 15, 2017. On January 31, 2018, the previous council approved a special permitted use for the construction of a Sinai plant two 26,000 gallon Sinai storage tanks, one sulfuric acid tank, six smooth alkyl acid tanks, one urea tank, and one water tank. The only things that the council voted to revoke with cause on April 3, 2019 were new construction of a Sinai plant and two Sinai storage tanks. All of the other safety improvements and upgrades have been allowed to proceed. When the council revoked SPU, Cornerstone still not had an LDT air permit required before construction of a Sinai plant could begin. Cornerstone is now claiming they spent millions based on a previous council's SPU approval decision and the decision to revoke the SPU is arbitrary and capricious. The timeline shows that Cornerstone purchased the Sinai plant technology six weeks before the initial council's decision and 15 months before LDEQ's decision on their air permit application. Cornerstone put the cart before the horse and there's no basis for their claim of damages. Citizens and attorneys in the community reviewed the materials that Cornerstone submitted to the parish for their SPU application. Cornerstone submitted incomplete and inaccurate information. Evidence of this was submitted to the council in emails last spring before the SPU was revoked and further provided in person during community and council meetings. In fact, attorney Charles Zimmer stood before the previous council and stated, you weren't given the right info. The material they gave you had no environmental impact study. No impact study in the in info you looked at. Did they ever tell you they never comply with LDEQ permits as it is? If you were at the hearing, LDEQ public hearing held in February 12th, you will have heard hours of this. Did you know they exceeded releases by 200% of hydrogen cyanide. The material you, you received was an error and your approval was made an error. This public statement was made during the February 27, 2019 council meeting and can be viewed on the archived council meeting video around minute 34. Newly elected council members, as well as those who were reelected recently have received multiple emails containing documentation that the council's 2018 decision was not arbitrary and was made with indisputable cause. Brenda Sumro, please do not issue the requested permit to Cornerstone. There's already enough pollution in this area. Don't endanger the local residents by adding more and risking our lives if there's a leak. Anthony Bogosi. I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company and I sincerely appreciate your time to read my email. As one of your constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I request that you please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCN facility. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be on the agenda at the council's next meeting on May 13. I have lived in Kenner and worked as a chemical engineer at our facility for the last 28 years. As such, I hold the safety of our employees and neighbors 
and the site's environmental performance is the prime responsibility of my performance. Over my tenure at our facility, I have witnessed many changes in the organization, but throughout the years, I focus on being a corporate, good corporate citizen and supporting our community has never changed. The pro proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be, be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I live in this community and I'm proud of the work my co-workers and I do. Your vote in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to pour my support for Cornerstone. Ms. Susan Hargrove. This should not be allowed to happen. Very toxic cyanide in these large quantities is truly a disaster waiting to happen. At the end of the runway, no less. Gases are always allowed out of the containment plant for different reasons. More air pollution for the residents of Jefferson Parish and only a handful of jobs and they get tax credits too. Please do not let expansion get built. <coughs> Mr. Blake Bourgeois, the threat posed by Cornerstone's proposed facility does not outweigh the economic benefits that the parish is seeking. Parish officials should be embarrassed that Cornerstone's activities flew underneath the radar for as long as they did. Parish officials should be equally embarrassed that the delayed, misdirected, and inadequate response to the air quality issues already affecting Jefferson. I am sick and tired of waking up in the middle of the night smelling chemicals in my home. I moved back to River, River Ridge, my childhood home, to raise my family about a year ago. I am terrified that I had invested everything I had to raise my two young children in an environment that could be harmful to their health. Please put our health above money. Mr. Ray Milligan. the attachment um, uh, Betty Bourgeois as longtime residents of River Ridge since 1975 we would like to express our vehement opposition to the proposed expansion of the Cornerstone Chemical Company facility to include production and storage of hydrogen cyanide we are very concerned about the potential for a catastrophic accident which would not only be harmful to the environment but also life-threatening for residents in the surrounding area. We have always loved living in the River Ridge area. Our son recently moved his family, a pregnant wife and almost two-year-old son to a new house on Rex Drive. I get very emotional thinking about the possibility of an accidental release of hydrogen cyanide and how it would impact their well-being and that of neighbors. Please vote no to the permit for the expansion of the facility. Mary Perez. I am writing regarding agenda item 13 and 54. It is important that our council votes know this community has made our voices heard how important this is to us. It impacts our entire community's health and safety. Many people have moved away from Jefferson Parish. I know many more will move if this is approved. I am assuming my councilman Dean Banana will vote no. In his election five-point plan that he presented to the voters, point five stated that he would work with my colleagues on a council to propose legislation that would prohibit the future permitting of any new chemical production facility in Jefferson Parish. There is simply no safe place 
for any new chemical production facilities in our neighborhoods. He is correct. This is imperative. I hope all council members, including Mr. Bonanno, continue to fight for no chemical production in Jefferson Parish. There is simply no safe place for them in our neighborhoods. There is no, or at best extremely little, benefit for Jefferson Parish, and there is actually a negative impact for the people who live here. The reward doesn't even exist for the parish on any level. So there is no reason to approve such a risk. I'm asking for our council to vote for the constituents have been fighting for a more livable area, which means voting no to the stated agenda item. Alma Leonard, I am against the cyanide plant at Cornerstone. Mr. Wade, Richard Wade, I have been a resident of Jefferson Parish since 1969 when my parents moved to River Ridge 51 years ago. I earned a Bachelor of Science degree in Mechanical Engineering from UNO in 1987. My entire work career has been based in Jefferson Parish from working at one of the distri distribution warehouses on Time Saver Avenue through college to an offshore related work involving erosion, corrosion, engineering, and offshore design and consulting for all companies in the Gulf of Mexico. I've worked on both sides of the river in the parish. For the last 21 years, I've been employed at SciTech Cornerstone Chemical Company in Wagner. I work in the plant unit producing acrylamide and HCN. I've lived 2.3 miles on a straight line from the plant. I've never smelled any releases emanating from this site during my 51 years living in Jefferson Parish. Our production of HCN travels in pipes 50 yards internally on site to another plant where it is used as a feedstock to create clear plastics such as face shields, sneeze guards, clear protective panels, USC and stores protecting employees that those businesses from COVID along with applications for HDTVs, clear acrylic tunnels like in the aquarium downtown or plastic widescreens for helicopters. Cornerstone and its predecessors companies, American Cyanamid and SciTech have been in Jefferson Parish since 1953. And during that time, here with residents had only four TV stations, AM, FM, radio, rotary telephone, and printed newspapers on through cell phones, Facebook, and the internet. I do not recall any HCN event ever encroaching past the plant boundary. I want to impress upon you the working environment we are in every day here at Cornerstone and specifically this plant. Our entire plant management and the acrylic plant manager are always stressing and working to put safety first. We have short daily meetings, morning meetings to discuss any issues, work coming up that day and general concerns by the employees at all levels. I know from my experiences over these past 21 years firsthand that our method of operation is being safe. We are maintaining and updating equipment to ensure safe and efficient operation. I would not risk my life daily by working at a location that was not safe. Mr. Joshua Alleman, I, I am a resident of River Ridge and am asking that at the May 13th council meeting, you stop Cornerstone from building 
the new hydrogen cyanide plant and the hydrogen cyanide storage vessels. Natalie Allen, I am a resident of River Ridge and am asking that at the May 13th council meeting, you stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen cyanide plant and hydrogen cyanide storage vessels. Ms. Melanie White, I am in total opposition to granting Cornerstone cyanide plant any more storage or expansion of their facilities. The council is elected for the citizens do the right thing to protect us. Paul Savoy, I worked for Cornerstone and I know from personal experience that Cornerstone has safely produced, handled and managed HCN at the Forche site since I started working at Forche in 1973. The proposed HCN facility will provide economic benefits to Jefferson Parish and the state of Louisiana. David Allman, I am a resident of River Ridge and I'm asking that at the May 13th council meeting, you stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen cyanide plant and hydrogen cyanide storage vessels. David and Janine Allman, I am a resident of River Ridge and I'm asking that at the May 13th council meeting, you stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen cyanide plant and hydrogen cyanide storage vessels. Hermony Anderson, as a resident of River Ridge and Jefferson Parish, I am appalled to see that this issue, the expansion of the Cornerstone cyanide production is coming in front of the council yet again. What do we have to do to get our council members to pay attention to the wants and needs of their constituents? Have we not made it purposely clear that we do not want Cornerstone to go through with this expansion? Do we as residents have no voice here? Is the money that you all receive from Cornerstone by your vote? I believe it does. You are taking bribes from this company. They have many safety issues at this company. Will you, you turn a blind eye to this as well? We already have them polluting our environment. We must stand from them increasing the level of their pollution. Why? What benefits do we as residents get from this company? There is nothing positive that will come out of their expansion plan. And it is beyond my belief that the council members want to contribute to our nickname, Cancer Alley. The council has already snuck in midstream loading operations under our noses. They are contributors to the pollution and noise levels we have to endure, not to mention, mention the defunct landfill issue. Please listen to the outcry of us all. Stop Cornerstone from expanding. I pray that there is someone on this council that will represent what the people want. I await the council's negative votes against Cornerstone plan. Kelly Montagino, I would like to plead with the council to not allow the expansion of Cornerstone. Please consider the residents' health. Most of the council does not live near the facility. This corridor of the river is becoming heavily industrial and is impacting the lives of the residents. Please imagine Cornerstone adjacent to your neighborhood or the landfill or midstream loading operations. Sue Finning, I ask that our elected officials on the Jefferson Parish Council withdraw from the Cornerstone Corporation, a verifiable disaster plan in writing enforceable protocols in writing and penalties. I ask that Cornerstone agree to have a 
an oversight panel to review the safety procedures during a year with the policy have been shut down if there are violations. Aaron McCarthy, as an employee of Cornerstone and resident of Jefferson Parish for more than 40 years, I am proud to work for Cornerstone and I am proud to help employ Jefferson Parish residents and surrounding parish residents in our facilities. I know from personal experience that Cornerstone has safely produced, handled and managed HCN at the Forge site for years. The proposed HCN facility will make the facility safer for me, my coworkers and the community. I strongly agree with allowing my company to have the necessary permitting to proceed in making the HCN facility safer and more efficient. With the effects of COVID-19 spreading across the country, I'm proud to work for a company that has assisted in fighting against this pandemic. The chemical industry in Louisiana has played a vital role in the fight against COVID-19. And we at Cornerstone have been doing our part to produce products that keep the world safe. For example, Cornerstone produces HCN and sulfuric acid, which is needed to make the protective barriers such as social distancing shields sneeze guards or protective panels that are being installed in grocery stores and other spaces to help keep staff, customers, and visitors safe and socially distant in our community and across the country. In addition to the above statement, Cornerstone is also a community partner in Wagaman and works to keep in contact with its neighbors, whether it's supporting United Way of Southeast Louisiana or local civic associations, our Wagaman communities or our 10 adopted Jefferson Parish public schools. We work to make a strong positive impact in our communities. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. Cornerstone is a dedicated partner in Jefferson Parish and has been for more than 60 years as one of the largest employers in the parish who generate significant economic impacts in the local area, including great jobs, growth opportunities and additional local tax revenue. We are committed to our team of employees, our community and to the safe operations of our facility. Michael Oncal, I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company and I sincerely appreciate you taking time to read my email. As one of your constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I'm asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permits to modernize its HCN facilities. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be on the agenda at the council's next meeting on May 13. Cornerstone has given me the opportunity to grow my career, which has allowed me to better provide for my family. The company is very family oriented and a great place to work. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I live in this community and I am proud of the work my coworkers and I do. Your vote in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to record my support for Cornerstone. Alicia Ancar, I'm a citizen of Wagman. We built our home four years ago and it, decision, and it is a decision I sometimes regret. Cornerstone is toxic to the families in this community and we deserve to breathe healthy air and so do our children. As a cancer survivor, this only adds to the nightmare regarding mine and my family's health. I beg you to please consider the families. 
the money doesn't matter for the community over our health. Michelle Condon, I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company, and I sincerely appreciate your taking time to read my email. As one of your constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I am asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCM facilities. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be on the agenda at the council's next um, council meeting on May 13. I know firsthand that Cornerstone has safely produced, handled, and managed HCM at the Wagaman site since 1953, both as a standalone plant and as a co-product of Acrylonite. The fact that most residents of Jefferson Parish were surprised to learn this information only highlights the fact that Cornerstone has been an excellent environmental steward these many years. The proposed HCM facility will only make the facility safer for me, my co-workers in the community. I have lived in Harriham for the last 20 years and the 10 years prior to that in Old Jefferson. Jefferson Parish needs to support an industry providing good high paying jobs to its constituents. It especially needs to support companies declared as essential in the fight against COVID-19. We at Cornerstone have been doing our part to produce the products that keep the world safe. For example, Cornerstone produces the HCM and sulfuric acid needed to make the protective barriers referred to as social distancing shields, sneeze guards, or protective panels that are being installed in grocery stores and other transactional spaces to help keep staff, customers, and visitors stay safe and socially distant. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I live in this community and I'm proud of the work my coworkers and I do. Your vote in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to record my support for Cornerstone. Arlie Collado. I implore you to revoke the SBU to stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen cyanide plant and hydrogen storage vessels. We lost speed. We've lost the JPTV feed and we're going to pause for just a minute until we can get back, um, back up and running. Uh, we, we have it on TV in the background and it's still on the TV. Okay. It's still on TV. Yeah, checking on it. Okay. Engaging. Okay, we're going to resume now. Mr. Andrew Wilson, this is to follow up on my recent comment sent to you regarding the Caption Council action activity. Again, I am a long-term resident of River Ridge, Jefferson Parish, and I'm also an attorney. My concern here is that the current posture of this litigation with Cornerstone over the SBU and the council's current consideration of throwing in the towel 
with a possible settlement concerning the same is, in a word, nonsensical. As a Jefferson Parish taxpayer and environmental attorney, I have serious concerns that such a settlement at this point would be irresponsible and my concerns are shared by other residents. As you all are no doubt aware, the cornerstone litigation is not based upon court theory, but rather a regulatory taking, inverse condemnation theory, i.e. that its property was taken without just compensation as required under the due process clauses of Article I, Section 4 of the Constitution and the Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. There are general preliminary considerations in the court's evaluations of a taking claim. To establish a taking, a party must show that, one, a recognized species of property rights has been affected, two, the property interest has been taken or damaged in a constitutional sense, and three, the taking or damaging was for a public purpose with LSA Constitutional Article One. First and obvious threshold requirement for such a claim is that in order to state a claim of cause of action, the claimant here, Cornerstone, must have legally recognized and therefore compensable property interest. Stated succinctly, no property interest, no claim. The alleged right to a permit does not constitute a property right within the context of an inverse condemnation claim. From a factual standpoint, the SPU at issue clearly indicates that any right Cornerstone may have had and clearly contingent or inchoate in nature. The applicant has proposed to add a new plant facility that will produce and consume HCN on site. The final design of the plant area has not been completed. However, the proposed two tanks will be approximately 26,000 gallons each and shall meet NFPA and parish requirements. The applicant is required to request for another amendment to the site plan when the design for the HCN plant is finalized. This wording confirms that the project is far from finalized, still subject to further council approval and is in fact a work in progress. Not a crystallized property right. In addition, it is hard to understand how Cornerstone should have incurred over $10 million in expenses based upon an understanding that the SPU was a done deal when LDEP had not issued the final permit for the facility until March 9, 2020. In other words, any expenditures undertaken for the HCN project would have been incurred based upon a gamble that the LDEP permit would be issued. That permit may well be challenged on an appeal in the 19th state DC and is therefore not a final decision. Therefore, there is no casual nexus between any action or inaction of the council on the SPU and Cornerstone's alleged expenditures. Accordingly, serious factual issues associated with Cornerstone's alleged property interests become readily apparent when examined under the magnifying glass of the applicable takings law. For this reason alone, settlement should not even be a consideration. Elizabeth Kenzel, please pass the following message along to the members of the council. As a citizen of Jefferson Parish, I urge you to please revoke the SPU in order to stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen 
cyanide plant and hydrogen cyanide storage vessels in Jefferson Parish. I am outraged that something so potentially dangerous with little to no benefit for the citizens of Jefferson Parish is even a consideration, much less close to being approved. The fact that this potentially deadly plant is also tax exempt just boggles the mind. I am tired of the political corruption that leads to dangerous decisions such as these and will vote out anyone who votes to approve this new cyanide plant. Jessica Markle. I implore you to please rescind Cornerstone's permit to build, expand, and operate a cyanide plant in Jefferson Parish. It serves a, a zero benefit for the community with what it brings to the table and all the risk and long-term damage to people and the environment offer us nothing but a plethora of future issues. Whatever money they contribute to the community is not even a drop in the bucket from the money they stand to make and not be taxed on. 15 jobs is nothing in our vast community. You're willing to put such a dangerous chemical so close to residents who could die instantly if there were a leak or mishap. This company has never been forthright with communication and only recently acted like it to save face when their initial permit was rescinded. Plus they have a laundry list of issues and the public is only made aware of it many, many months after the fact when the damage has been done. The health of your constituents should be a top priority, but if you pass this permit, you are all spitting in our faces and telling us our lives don't hold any value over the almighty dollar. Do not allow Cornerstone any further expansion. Thomas Broad. My name is Thomas Broad and, I'm a, and I am a supervisor of operations at Cornerstone Chemical Company, as well as a resident of Jefferson Parish, Old Gretna. I am the boots on the ground and am very much involved in operations throughout the site on a daily basis. I can personally attest for the manner of safety and responsibility that Cornerstone operates with. Safety and environmental protection is our priority. I understand you are getting some kickback with HCN expansion modernization project from our local community. Although current society is pretty good at painting chemical companies as a negative light, it still surprises me that they are against this. Cornerstone makes a great effort to involve the community through donations, communications, services, et cetera. I have personally been a part of several United Way efforts as well as reach outs to local schools in the community. Additionally, the products from Cornerstone are playing a key role in recent COVID-19 efforts. The final products that are created from our clinoid intermediates where HCN is used are being used in shields at checkout registers, face shields for social distancing needs, et cetera. Cornerstone has safely operated HCN from the beginning of its creation, American Cyanamid. The modernization of HCN facility will not only improve the safety of HCN operations, but will bring several jobs and revenue to our company community. I implore you to logically consider the beneficial effects of the proposed HCN expansion modernization on a safety environmental and economic front for our community. When listening to protesters, please remember that with any plant, we are governed by state and national law and discharges to air, water, ground, how we operate in the process and have done our ethical duty to abide by these laws for years. Robert DePaula. 
My name is Robin Tapala and my family lives at 416 Tiffany Drive, River Ridge. We are strongly against any measure for cornerstone chemical to expand or increase production of cyanide. It is unbelievable we are still discussing this issue. Cyanide should not be produced close to residential neighborhoods, period. Furthermore, cornerstone chemical has a terrible safety record. Please do not be on the wrong side of this issue. Kent Finger. I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company and I sincerely appreciate you taking time to read my email. As one of your constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I am asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCM facilities. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be on the agenda at the May 13th council meeting. Elizabeth and I have been very happy to live on Olkin for over 25 years as I've worked here at the plant. We're thankful for this wonderful place to raise our family and for this great place to work. At Cornerstone, I've worked to support and sustain a safe working environment for my coworkers in our community and myself. I know from personal experience that Cornerstone has safely produced, handled, and managed HCN at the Forshay site for years. The proposed HCM facility will make the facility safer for me, my coworkers, and the community. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I am proud of the work my coworkers and I do. Your vote in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities, and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to record my support for Cornerstone. Chuck L. On behalf of my family who has been in Jefferson Parish since 1991, I would appreciate knowing from my perspective as one of the citizens of Jefferson Parish. One, does this benefit the citizens? Two, are there any water quality questions in this consideration to allow the plan in Jefferson Parish? Three, what problems are historically associated with this type of plant? Why do you think this plant that this plant will be free of those problems. Four, what is the track record of this company with violations in the areas of their plants over the history of their existence and with their prior company names? Five, what are the specific steps for evacuation of the residences and schools within five miles of the proposed, of the proposed site? Six, what negative matters have you as representatives considered and found acceptable in deciding to allow their proceeding with these plans. And seven, which council members are expected to vote for it and which ones are expected to vote against it? Lisa Carlin, Cornerstone Chemical announced the licensing of cyanide plant technology from Chemors on December 15, 2017. On January 31, 2018, the previous council approved a special permitted use or SBU for the construction of a cyanide plant, two 26,000 gallon cyanide storage tanks, one sulfuric acid tank, six alkyl acid tanks, one urea tank, and one water tank. The only things that the council voted to revoke with cause on April 3, 2019, were new construction of a cyanide plant and two cyanide storage tanks. All of the other safety improvements and upgrades have been allowed to proceed. When the council revoked the SBU, Cornerstone still, not, still did not have an LDEQ air permit. 
required before construction of a cyanide plant could begin. Cornerstone is now claiming they spent millions on the previous council's SPU approval decision and the decision to revoke the SPU is arbitrary and capricious. The timeline shows that Cornerstone purchased the cyanide plant technology six weeks before the initial council's decision and 15 months before LDEQ's decision on their air permit application. Cornerstone put the cart before the horse and there's no basis for their claim of damages. Citizens and attorneys in the community reviewed the materials that Cornerstone submitted to the parish for the SPU application. Cornerstone submitted incomplete and inaccurate information and evidence of this was submitted to the council in emails last spring before the SPU was revoked and further provided evidence of this was submitted to provided in person during community and council meetings. In fact, attorney Charles Zimmer stood before the previous council and stated you weren't given the right info. The material they gave you had no environmental impact studies, no economic impact studies. In the info you looked at, did they ever tell you they never comply with LDEQ permits as it is? If you were at the hearing, LDEQ public hearing on February 12th, you would have heard hours of this. Did you know they exceeded releases by 200% of hydrogen cyanide? The material you received was an error. 30 seconds. And your approval was made an error. An error. This public statement was made during the February 27, 2019 council meeting and can be viewed on the archive council meeting video around minute 34. Susan Benton. I am Susan Benton. I live at 77 Colonial Club Drive. Hopefully at this meeting, council members will pay attention while emails from residents are being read instead of chatting with people in the background and ignoring their constituents' concerns. I strongly oppose the expansion of Cornerstone. Contrary to what I was told by the only councilman who provided an actual response to my email, the lawyers I have spoken with say there is a good chance the parish would win a case in court regarding a lawsuit over the withdrawal of the permit allowing Cornerstone to expand. It seems the general consensus on the council is that the parish would lose the case. Why is it that the parish can waste millions upon millions of our tax dollars on a myriad of things but balks at spending anything when it comes to protecting the health and safety of the residents? The money that the parish seems to balk at spending are our tax dollars. We should have some say in how the, those dollars are spent. We want to go to court and we are willing to use our tax dollars to do it. I will not accept the excuse that if we go to court, we will lose the case and waste our money and therefore the parish must concede. We demand to have our day in court. Bridget Root, as a resident of Wagaman and a nurse, I am not in favor of giving Cornerstone cyanide permit in my area. Wagaman has been exposed to repeated accidental leaks from Cornerstone with no notification. An accidental release of cyanide would expose my neighbors and children to harmful, if not deadly cyanide exposure. I, in fact, do not even receive a postcard notifying me of the permit approvals and yet my neighbor informed me. Also because I have signed up for voluntary notification of accidents at Cornerstone, but have never been notified except by local news. I know that the company's response has, has and will be neglectful 
in any emergency. I cannot make it to the meeting due to fighting Corona, but please consider not issuing the permit from the parish. Janice Lewis, I'm writing in opposition to the special permitted use for Cornerstone Chemical Company. This parish does not need another chemical plant and more storage vessels that further puts us in danger. Please vote no. Tracy Burke, please tell our parish politicians to revoke the SPU in order to stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen cyanide plant and hydrogen cyanide storage vessels before the May 13, 2020 Jefferson Parish Council uh, member meeting. Tanya DeLorn, I understand there is a possible cyanide plant and or storage facility that could be coming to Jefferson Parish. I'm a River Ridge resident and oppose this business due to the chemicals that could risk a horrible accident that could affect our community residents. This is too close to residential areas. I don't think they should be offered tax breaks or incentives to attract them. Alyssa Bourgeois, it has come to my attention that Jefferson Parish has reconsidered the cyanide plant. My family is deeply concerned and opposed to this expansion. As a resident of River Ridge, I am already uneasy and angry with our current air quality state. I feel frustrated and unheard about existing air quality issues we have been dealing with for years. Some early mornings between 2 and 4 a.m., we are awoken by a smell that is indescribable. It honestly feels like we are in a gas chamber in our own home. My two-year-old wakes up coughing on these nights. To add, we live in a new construction home that is extremely well insulated and we still deal, still deal with this. Because this smell gas release only seems to happen in the middle of the night, it makes me even more leery of another chemical plant that has the potential to do even more harm to our air quality. Please let our voices be heard and protect the citizens of Jefferson Parish. Air quality should be a top priority and it's also in jeopardy. Until we can solve the current air quality issues at hand, I am strongly opposed for expansion of additional chemical plants. Do not hesitate to call if you would like to speak further. Karen Abair, here again asking you today to reach down deep inside your hearts and minds and please vote no to the cyanide storage vessels that Cornerstone is trying to sneak in our neighborhood again. Wagaman residents are living daily in fear and stress that a disaster, man-made or not, of some sort will happen and there won't be time to notify any of us living within a mile from the unsafe chemical plant. Cornerstone's safety records speak for itself. I don't think a possible 15 new jobs to produce 50 million tons of cyanide and increase harmful pollutants is worth it. I think the residents' quality of life is more important. There is not a single benefit for the citizens in Wagman or Jefferson Parish, none. Please think about this. 50 million pounds of cyanide in your family, friends, coworkers, or even your worst enemy's backyard. What will you say when a catastrophe, catastrophic accident happens? Please don't put the Wagman or Jefferson Parish residents in this unnecessary amount of danger. Please say no to Cornerstone. And yes, I hear you to the residents of Jefferson Parish. Jill Stradley, 
We do not want a hydrogen cyanide plant operating in Jefferson Parish. Our home is in River Ridge. Our home in River Ridge is already dealing with a stench and mysterious particles being released into the air. We are concerned for our family's health and are considering moving to the North Shore. Laurie Klein, I am writing to strongly object to the cyanide plant being approved to expand. I want to protect the public and the environment from this dangerous situation. Pat Klein, I'm writing to strongly object to the cyanide plant being approved to expand. I want to protect the public and the environment from this dangerous situation. Mary O'Neill, I am opposed to having a cyanide plant in our parish because I believe it can expose our residents to unnecessary danger. Think of the possible catastrophic results from the passage of our not uncommon hurricanes. Please do not allow this so close to residents. Courtney Reed, I am a wife and mother of two and a longtime resident of River Ridge. No one wants to live near a cyanide plant. No one wants to raise children near a cyanide plant. Please listen to your constituents and vote no on the cyanide plant. Barbara Boner, please continue to protect the citizens of Jefferson Parish by voting against the cyanide plant and cyanide storage and vessel storage. This is an addition of 50 million pounds of cyanide per year and is tax exempt, offers minimal to no jobs to local residents and yet increases harmful pollutants into our environment. There is not a single benefit for the citizens of Jefferson Parish. Johnny and Evelyn Ron, we live at three Wren Pass Avenue in Harahan. We have many family members and friends that live in Wagaman, and we are concerned about how this expansion would affect the health and quality of life of the residents. We are also concerned about how the cyanide plant could affect River Ridge, Harahan, and Kenner, especially if there was an accident or incident at the plant. We are requesting the Jefferson Parish Council not to expand the cyanide plant. We are also requesting that you do not make your decision at a virtual meeting. Since this is such a, an important decision, will you please wait to address this in an open meeting so the residents can appear before the council? Francis Moser. My opinion will not be a popular one, but please share with the parish council if you can. I know there is a lot of talk surrounding new Cornerstone cyanide plant. It would be irresponsible and dangerous not to allow Cornerstone to build a new plant. From what I understand from NOLA.com, they currently are running a cyanide plant Cornerstone that is from 1953. A new plant will have better safety mechanisms in place and could be operated more efficiently. A plant that is too old runs the risk of natural wear and tear that could cause it to have releases. These releases could get more numerous as the plant continues to age and degrade. A new plant will also have the newest in technology to keep not only plant employees safe, but the citizens of Jefferson Parish. The greatest threat from Cornerstone is if Jefferson Parish rescinds Cornerstone's permit from having any cyanide plant at all. More accidents occur from loading, unloading, and transport of hazardous materials to and from the plant. Not only would we put people in Jefferson Parish at risk, but every parish and city from where they are shipping cyanide from all the way to Cornerstone. 
you're not only putting people immediately near the plant in high risk zone, but everyone along that route. You are adding more Jefferson Parish citizens to the risk zone than those immediately around the plant. Look at major chemical releases in the US. Most of them are from rail cars transporting hazardous materials. This is why I implore you to allow Cornerstone to build the new safer Sinai plant. Madam Clerk, that's all emails. That's all the emails I have at this time. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm sure you need a drink of water at this time. Uh, we have a we have keyed up a couple of phone calls, so we're going to try to see if we can get those individuals online. Uh, if you're in queue and waiting to speak, uh, please plus zero so you can be accessed to be uh, introduced. Mr. Raymond Milligan can speak. Is Mr. Raymond Milligan, are you online? Hello. Mr. Raymond, go ahead and speak, please uh, uh, give us your name and uh, the mic is yours for three minutes. Thank you. Thank you, Council. Uh, my name is Raymond Milligan. And first of all, thank you for allowing me to speak. As a council, I know you guys are tasked with a tough decision whether to approve or reject the FP ordinance. I ask you to simply look at the facts from a resident of 59 years that has raised two children and deeply cares for the well-being of the entire wagon community. You will have people, obviously, as you heard, for and against proposal. Who wants a chemical plant close to them? No one. However, the plant has been in Wagaman area for over 60 years, longer than the age of most of the council members and a majority of the people that either support or oppose this resolution. Thank God in my 59 years here, there has been no major issue. Cornerstone simply is asking to improve and increase the safety of how HCN is produced and processed. This upgrade process benefits the safety and well-being of Wagman residents and the surrounding parishes. If the council rejects this ordinance, Cornerstone may be forced to bring HCN by tanker truck or railroad to meet their contractual requirements. It makes no sense to produce this in a controlled, safe environment versus taking a chance on a rail car leak or a tanker accident on the river road or anywhere in Jefferson Parish to get to it. How would you feel knowing you could have prevented a tragedy? Please, for your sake, in the Wagaman and surrounding communities, do not let this become a possible tragedy. I have attended all the public meetings, sent questions to the management staff, and was quite pleased with the quick response and true sincerity in the care for the safety of the local community. In fact, Cornerstone, because of community suggestions, has updated and improved their emergency response system for the community. I urge the council to do the right thing for the citizens of Wagaman and surrounding areas and improve this ordinance. Please forget minute, politics sir. and use common sense for the well-being of our communities. Thank you guys very much and uh, have a great day. Thank you. And just for a note to everyone who's uh, watching or listening, uh, both items dealing with Cornerstone, item number 13 and item number 54 will be deferred 
uh, today. Uh, there is a motion to defer both of those items. Uh, so if you're online and Q wanna speak, we still wanna hear from you, but we will be deferring those items. If you're on hold now, please press zero to be queued up to speak. Caller with the telephone number ending in 7792. Caller ending in 7792. Please state your name and speak for three minutes. Al Morella, 4260 East Loyola Drive, 5th District, Kenna. 4th District, Unincorporated Jefferson, 48 years. I am too opposed to any expansion of that cornerstone chemical plant. And based on one issue alone, that I believe they intentionally misled this council. I've said it from day one, and I'll continue to say it. Now, I want to direct this to Councilman Byron Lee. Now, Byron Lee, you have a stake in this also. Because that chemical plant is directly across the river from the $1.1 billion airport and South Kenna, which is your district. So you have a stake in this too, Councilman Lee. That's all I have on this issue. Anybody got any comments, any questions for me? Thank you, Mr. Morrell. I'm not coming in too loud, am I? If, if you were, it's nothing new, Mr. Al. But no, no, everything okay, is fine. Okay, y'all adjust it. Y'all adjusted you. to it, I see. Thank you, man. All right. Uh, Kobe, Kobe Easterly is now permitted to speak. Mr. Easterly, you're permitted to speak. You have three minutes. <coughs> Mr. Easterly, Kobe. One more time, Mr. Easterly, you have three minutes to speak. We'll have to go on to the next caller. Is there anyone else in line to speak? Uh, Joe, Joe Walter. Mr. Walter, are you on the line? I am, can you hear me? Yes, sir, you have three minutes. Please state your name. Thank you. My name is Joel Walter, and uh, I have been an environmental lawyer for about 30 years and have quite a bit of experience, actually, at the facility that you guys are under consideration. Um, and I appreciate that y'all are deferring it, and that'll probably encourage more public participation. But I just wanted to uh, use my experience and share my experience with you guys to say that, you know, the land use issue is the ball, you know, and and whether you allow a company to create, you know, come into the, into the community, and obviously there's a reason the zoning laws are classifying them and requiring them to get a special permit. Um, that's your call. The DEQ does not do any of that. And I've heard a lot, 
you know, in listening to the comments uh, about the lawsuit. Um, but at its core, land use and the police powers, the protection of the people, the public safety and health and the environment, you know, those are things that you control. That's in your wheelhouse and that's your responsibility. That's your primary responsibility. Um, and so I believe that, you know, you as a, as a body uh, shouldn't abrogate that responsibility simply because someone sues you. That's something we actually want to fight for. Um, and, and I appreciate the time, uh, you know, everybody has, uh, you know, both the employees of Quarterstone who put comments in and, and the passionate neighbors, everyone is passionate. I ask you guys to really keep the eye on the ball and, and disallow a facility that, that clearly, I mean, the location of, of that amount of hydrogen cyanide as an environmental matter is, is not a good idea. That's what I think. Anyway, uh, I appreciate your time. Do you have any questions? Nine eight two five. I'm sorry, uh, caller nine eight two five. Uh, please state your name, and you have three minutes. Call a 9825, or you're still on the lawn. Press zero to queue up. We'll have to move to the next caller. Do we have another caller? Yes, caller with the telephone number ending in 6814, 6814. Uh, caller uh, 6814, could you please uh, give your name and you have three minutes to speak. Are you there, caller? Okay, next caller. Seven seven, I'm sorry. It's uh, zero two two six. Caller with a phone number ended in zero two two six. Caller ended in caller number zero two two six. Are you on the line? Caller ending in zero two two six. Please uh, give your name and you have three minutes. Next caller. Caller with a telephone number ending in 7540. 7540. Caller ending in number 7540. Please state your name. Lisa Carlin. You have three minutes. Good morning. It's Lisa Carlin. And as you've already heard this morning, Cornerstone sent a template to their employees when writing to the council. One email has the names of 29 employees out of its workforce of 500 who work for Cornerstone and live in Jefferson Parish. And not all of them actually work at the plant. Some work at the corporate office in Metro. The employee template used the word modernize. 
But a new cyanide plant is exactly that, a new plant that doesn't exist today. Mike Boudreaux in his email asserts that if the cyanide plant is not built, the only alternative is that cyanide will be brought in by truck or train. Actually, there is another alternative that the EPA calls a no-build option. In other words, just don't build it. If Cornerstone is unable to supply its on-site tenant with the cyanide it needs, they can work that out. Just like when Cornerstone couldn't supply Dino Nobel with enough steam, you know, Cornerstone has been down the road before. The Cornerstone template asserts that Cornerstone has safely produced and managed cyanide for years. There's not enough time to review its compliance history, incidents, including a leak of cyanide that harmed two workers, the EPA, LDEQ, and OSHA violations and fines, and the railroad safety violations, multiple. All of the Cornerstone emails state that a cyanide plant will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy, but it will be exempt from property taxes and create just 15 new jobs. And there are considerable harmful effects, among them increased toxic pollution. Cornerstone already emits about 6,000 tons of pollutants, and it is the number one polluter in Jefferson Parish. Jefferson Parish ranks number 25 out of 2,433 counties nationwide in having the greatest amount of toxic pollutants per square mile. That's in the top 1% on a list that you don't even want to be on. Cornerstone failed to mention that long-term exposure to pollutants contributes to respiratory and heart disease, as well as infection with coronavirus. The EPA's environmental justice screen shows that 80% of the 432 people living within one mile of Cornerstone are African-American. Deaths of African-American residents in Louisiana from COVID-19 make up 70% of the deaths in the state, while only representing about 32% of the state's population. The bottom line here is that Cornerstone could not produce a single resident in Jefferson Parish who is in support of the cyanide plant and it's not we a Cornerstone employee. Letters from thousands of Jefferson Parish taxpayers and business owners are on file with LDEQ and the previous council received about 500 emails in opposition to a cyanide plant. Please do the right thing and protect the health, safety, and welfare of the residents in Jefferson Parish by not reinstating the SPU. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's check if we have any more calls queued in. If you're trying to queue in, please press zero. Number 2786, if you're still on the line, uh, you have, state your name and you have uh, three minutes. Number ending in 2786. All right, thank you. Next caller. Thank you. It looks like it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that ends the calling portion, but we do have uh, two emails that were left out, uh, and Ms. Eula is going to read those into the record now.
I have been a resident of our Wagaman community. This is uh, Landry Carmadell. I have been a resident <coughs> of our Wagaman community for 56 years, living approximately three miles from the Cornerstone plant. To my knowledge, the Cornerstone plant and the plant predecessors, SciTech and American Science, have been producing and using HCN and plant operations for 50 years or so without any negative effect on the quality of life of our Wagaman residents. As a member of the Cornerstone CAP Citizens Advisory Panel, along with 10 other Wagaman community leaders and businessmen, we attend numerous on-site meetings to discuss plant operations. One of the main topics in discussion over the past year was the HCN production and in-plant use. Cornerstone has upgraded their HCN production operations to meet the most stringent safety standards with sole use in plant operations and with no HCN leaving the plant premises. I worked at a West Bank petrochemical plant for 44 years until my retirement and am well aware of potential production problems. Over these years, I have visited many refineries and other petroleum type plants for various reasons. After several tours of the Cornerstone plant, I must state that they are well above board in safety and efficient operations. For these reasons, I urge the Jefferson Parish Council to not oppose the Cornerstone plant's HCN SPU request. And then, yes, sir, I have to pull it up. One is not coming up, Mr. Minch. I don't know why. Well, we can revisit it later in the meeting if he's able to pull it up. Right. Or just bring bring it in at the end of the meeting. Yes, sir. Get the time. Okay. I'm, it's um, not finding under his name. Some people We're use acronyms. I'm sorry, that, that ends this portion of the agenda for the addendum agenda items as well as comment period. Uh, I would like to give a personal privilege at this moment to Councilman Impostata. Thank you, Councilman Template. Um, on both my behalf and yours as well, just wanted to announce to anyone who's following the meeting that this afternoon, um, the council at large division A office, councilman template, uh, and our office have jointly organized a mass giveaway in the city of Kenner, uh, at the footprint of the Esplanade mall parking lot, uh, that's been coordinated with mayor Zahn and his administration in the city of Kenner. But anyone paying attention, if, if you're in need of masks this afternoon, um, Councilman Templates office uh, has coordinated and we've assisted with that. Uh, we will have, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 masks to give out. There will be limitations on how many per car, but come to the Esplanade Mall, there will be uh, signage and, and traffic control to show you where to go 
So anyone, particularly, you know, residents in the city of Kenner in need, but anyone else, please feel free to be there. Thank you. Thank you very much, Councilman. Uh, that, that brings us to the next portion of our agenda. Ordinances to be deferred. Madam Clerk, I have a notation at item number one, summary 25439 um, is to be canceled as a request of the parish attorney's office. Uh, any objection to the cancellation of item number one, summary 25439 on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing none. Uh, which brings us to the portion of our agenda for uh, public appearance agenda. Ordinance is scheduled for final adoption for today. Madam Clerk, could you read item number one? Unmute. Summary number 25447, resub of lot 25A, Ida Plantation Subdivision, WS 
any comment? Madam Clerk, please note that there's no comments for the record or call-ins. Councilman Banana, what's your motion? I'm gonna move to defer this item till June 24th. Uh, this the item is being item moved to be deferred. To be deferred. Uh, any, any objection, objection to defer an item number? Summary number 25449 on motion by Banano, second by Templar. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, uh, item number five. I have a notation that it's to be deferred. Okay. Any objection to deferring item number five, summary number 25450, on motion by Banano, second by Templin. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number six. Summary number 25451, resub of an undesignated portion of lot 13, Destrahan. Division, subdivision WS3320, Council District 3. We're now open to public hearing on summary item number 25451. We'll wait 30 seconds to see if anyone queues in. The number is 758-3117. Please press zero screen. And Madam Clerk, any emails? No, sir. Madam Clerk, please note there was no public comment and no phone calls in. I move, Mr. Chairman. I move, Mr. Chairman. I motion by Councilman Lee to move. Any objections to the adoption of summary number 25451 on motion by Lee, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number seven. Summary number 25452. Subdivision of Lot 3A, Fountain Park Center Subdivision, WS 195-19-PF, Council District 3. We're now opening the public hearing on summary number 25452. We'll wait till 30 seconds to see if anyone can use in. Once again, the number is 758-317. Please press zero to queue in to be screened and placed in order. Please note no one commented or called in to comment. Uh, Councilman Lee. Move. Uh, on motion to move forward by Councilman Lee. Any objection to adoption of summary number 25452 
A motion by Lee, second by Templet. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, we are now at reclassification of zoning and land use comprehensive ordinances. Madam Clerk, could you read number eight? Summary number 25423, amending the official zoning map for lot 24A and lot 29A square 14 suburban villa subdivision, more particularly amending the zoning classification of lot 24A from GO1 to H1 and amending the zoning classification of lot 29A from GO1 to C1, E020, Council District 5. We're now opening a public hearing on summary number 25423. Uh, we'll have 30 seconds if anyone would like to call in. The number is 758 3117. Please press zero to win. Do you know if we have any emails, Madam Clerk? No, sir. No emails. Please do not forget to press zero if you're trying to call in. just so people know the 30 seconds and we are on a delay and we want to make sure everybody has ample opportunity to comment if they'd like to. Madam Clerk, please note no comments for the record and no one called in. Uh, Councilwoman Van Branken, motion for approval. All right, on motion for approval. Uh, any objection to the adoption of summary number 254? Three, on motion by Councilman Van Branken, second by Councilman Templer. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, I have a notation that item number nine, summary number 25453 is to be deferred. Yes, sir. Uh, any objection to deferring item number nine, summary number 25453 to June 24th, 2020, a motion by Edwards, second by Templeton. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam Clerk, I also have a notation that item number 10, summary 25454, is to be deferred. Any objection to deferral of item number 10, summary number 25454, June 24th, 2020, on motion by Bonanno. Second by Templeton. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number 11. Summary number 25455, amending the official zoning map for a portion of lot 3A, proposed lot 3B, Fountain Park Center subdivision, located in the 1500 block of Central Park Boulevard, more particularly amending the zoning classification from MUCD to R3, W3719, Council District 3. Uh, we're now opening a public hearing on summary number 25455. We have uh, 30 seconds. Uh, if anyone wishes to call in, please call 758-1117 and Q0, uh, press zero to queue yourself in. Any emails, Madam Clerk? No, sir.
Madam Clerk, please note no comments for the record and no one has called in. Councilman Lee, your motion? I move, Council Chairman. All right, Council Chair, uh, Councilman Lee moves. Any objection to adoption of summary number 25455? A motion by Councilman Lee, second by Councilman Temple. Hearing none, so ordered. We're, at, we're now at the reclassification zoning ordinances for CPZ and MUC. I have a notation that item number 12 is to be amended. Madam Clerk, uh, please read in the summary the amendments and I guess as well as the, uh, the item. An ordinance submitted under docket number CPZ 3719 approving the location of the full 20 feet of the required front landscape area in the public right of way for a sonic restaurant located at 3913 Veterans Memorial Boulevard on lot 1A, square 24A, Manson Subdivision, Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, in the area bounded by Jurgen Street, Bellevue Street, and Cleary Avenue, Council District 5. And I'm going to defer uh, to Ms. Kassan. She's going to read the uh, amendment. Ms. Kassan? Sorry about that. Let me go back to the... The amendment, the amendment for the item is in the second whereas in section one of the ordinance. The amendment is to uh, change the drawing date for the site plan and the landscape plan. After the planning advisory board public hearing, a applicant provides the plans to meet the stipulations of the planning department and PAB. It's the change in the date on the drawings. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I was muted there. Um, are there any objections to the amendment being brought from the floor by any council members? Hearing none, so ordered. Any objection to adoption of the amendments for item number 12, summary number 25424, a motion by Walker, second by Templer. Hearing none, so ordered. We're now opening the public uh, hearing portion uh, on item number 25424. We'll wait 30 seconds for any public comment. Uh, please call in at 758-3117 and press zero to be queued and heard.
floor, please note there was no public comment and no one has called in. Uh, Councilwoman Van Rankin, your motion? Move for approval as amended. All right, Councilwoman Van Rankin moves for approval as amended. Any objection to adoption of summary number 25424 as amended on motion by Councilwoman Van Rankin, second by Councilman Temper. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, reclassification of zoning ordinances and, and permitted uses. Uh, Madam Clerk, I have a notation that item number 13, summary number 25426 is to be deferred to June 3rd, 2020. Any objection to deferral of item number 13, summary number 25426, on motion by Lee, second by Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Other ordinances, Madam Clerk, uh, number 14. Summary number 25433, amend Article 7, Division 3.1 of the Code in order to revise selection of persons for professional services requirement. Uh, we're now opening the public hearing on summary number 25433. We'll have the appropriate 30 seconds delay. If anyone wish to call in, please call 758-3117 and press zero to be queued in and put in line. I'm sorry, once again, Madam Clerk, please note there was no comments and no one called in. Uh, Councilman Walker, your motion. Motion to approve. Uh, motion approved by Councilman Walker. Any objection to the adoption of summary number 25433 on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam Clerk, on item number 15, I have a notation of an amendment. An ordinance to amend Article 7, Division 2 of the Code in order to revise purchasing requirements. And the amendment changes the amount from zero to $10,000 to zero to $5,000 for one quote and changes the amount from $10,000 to state limit to $5,000.01 to state limit for three quotes. Is there any objections from any council members this amendment being brought from the floor? Hearing none so ordered, uh, any objection to the adoption of the amendments for summary number 25434 on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none so ordered. We're now opening the, the public hearing of summary number 25434. We will wait the appropriate 30 seconds 
Uh, if you wish to call in, please call 758-3117 and press zero to be queued in. Madam Clerk, please note there was no comments and no calls in for public record comments. Councilman Walker, your motion? Motion approved. Uh, moved by Councilman Walker. Any objection to the adoption of summary number 25434 on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none so ordered. Ma Madam Clerk, item number 16. Mr. Chairman, could you, uh, the motion uh, for number 15 needed to include um, the amendment. Include, okay, to sorry. adopt as amended. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm sorry, let's read that one again. Any objection to the adoption of summary number 25434 uh, as amended on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none so ordered. Item number 15, uh, 16. Summary number 25456, amend chapter 23, article 5, section 23-145 and section 23-152 of the code to clarify various sections of the financial disclosure requirements. So we're now opening public hearing on summary item number 25456. Uh, we'll have 30 seconds to call in the number 758-3117 and please press zero to queue in. Do we have any emails, Madam Clerk, on this item? No, sir, we do not. Madam Clerk, please note there was no comments for the record and no one called in. Councilman Walker? Motion approved. A motion approved by Councilman Walker. Any objection to adoption of summary number 25456 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number 17. Summary number 25457. Amend the code, chapter two, article two, division two, section two dash 36. And now open the public hearing on, su on summary item number two, five, four, five, seven. Uh, you'll have 30 seconds to call in. The number is seven, five, eight, three, one, one, seven. And please press zero to queue in. Madam Clerk, please note no public comment and no one called in for comment. Uh, 
Any objection for adoption of summary number 25457 on motion by template and second by Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, I have a notation there is an amendment on item number 18. Could you please read the amendment in the summary? Summary number Motion to adopt the amendments uh, by, by Walker, second by template. Anyone object? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam Clerk, please note that we had no comments or call-ins on the, uh, or, uh, as amended. Uh, any objection to adoption of summary number 25458 as amended on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, uh, could you please read item number 19? Summary number 25459, amending the 2020 capital budget. All right, we're now opening the public hearing on summary number 25459. We have 30 seconds. If you'd like to call in, the number is 758-3117. And please press zero to queue in if you have any comments. Madam Clerk, please note there was no comments for the records and no no call-ins. Uh, Councilman Walker, on your motion. Motion to approve. Uh, Councilman Walker, motion to approve. Any objection to adoption of summary number 25459 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, would you please read item number 20? 
a resolution selecting from persons or firms interested and qualified to provide routine engineering services for drainage projects for a fee of $300,000 or less per assignment, excluding any fee for resident inspection services and providing that the current list of qualified firms shall remain in effect until a new list is approved by the council as per the requirements of this resolution. Councilman Walker. All qualified firms. Any objections to selection of all qualified firms on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number 21. A resolution selecting a firm and or individual who is not otherwise in the business of raising capital, selling bonds or refinancing existing debt for Jefferson Parish, who is interested in serving as financial advisor for Jefferson Parish. Uh, Councilman Walker. That firm would be government consultants. Government consultants. Any objection to selecting selection of government consulting is on motion by Walker. Second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, number item number 22. A resolution selecting a firm who is interested in providing services to develop a parish-wide cost allocation plan which identifies the various costs incurred by the general fund to support and administer services for non-general fund programs, as well as a departmental cost allocation plan for the district attorney's office to support and administer the child support program based upon audited financial statements for the years 2020, 2021, and 2022. Councilman Walker. That's MGT of America Consultants. Okay, any objections to the selection of MGT of America Consulting on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, item number 23. A resolution selecting all qualified individuals and or firms interested in providing legal services for the parish in the fields in which they submitted. Councilman Walker. All qualified firms. Any objections to the selection of all qualified firms on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, this brings us to executive session. Um, Madam Clerk, I, do we have to do each one individually? Yes. You, you just yes, want to roll through them or you want me to call each one? Uh, you can call each one. Okay, all right, uh, item number 24. A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss the lawsuit entitled Wallace Smith Jr. et al. versus the Parish of Jefferson et al. 24th Judicial District Court for the Parish of Jefferson case number 699-832 Division G Council District 2. Uh, any, obje any objection to adoption of this resolution on motion by Bonanno? Second by template. Hearing none so ordered. Item number 25. A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss all legal matters concerning LDEQ, amended consolidated compliance order and notice of potential penalty enforcement tracking number WECN 19-00049, agency interest number 19537, issued on April 24, 2019 to the Jefferson Parish East Bank Wastewater Treatment Facility. Uh, any objection to the adoption of this resolution on motion by Walker, second by template? 
Hearing none so ordered. Item number 26. A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning the lawsuit <clears throat> entitled Eloise B. Champagne et al. versus West Jefferson Medical Center and Dr. Stephen T. LaGuardia, 24th JC number 730-563, Division M. Uh, any objection of the adoption of the resolution on motion by Walker, second by Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Not a quick notation that item number 27 is to be canceled. Uh, any objection to cancellation of item number 27 on motion by Walker, second by Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam, I have a notation to cancel item number 28. Uh, uh, any objection to cancellation on motion to cancel item number 28 on, on motion by Councilwoman Van Branken, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 29. A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning the lawsuit entitled Trent Strasburg, Natalie Strasburg and Catherine Bishop versus Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District Number One, doing business as West Jefferson Medical Center, 24th JDC Number 780-163, Division C. Any objection to that adoption of item number 29 on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing none so ordered, item number 30. A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning a claim for Danny Maury, claim number 14C42E402185. Any objection to the adoption of item number 30, I'm sorry, let me go back. Any objection to adoption of number number 30 on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, we're now in executive session.
We're now reconvening uh, the council meeting on May 13th after executive session. Uh, Councilman Bonanno, I think we have a ordinance that we need to revisit, item number four, uh, which I think we deferred by, uh, and we need to correct. That is correct. Madam Clerk, uh, do we need to reread the item? Do we need to reread the items, Madam Clerk, on number four? Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and reread it, Councilman Bonanno, and uh, make the motion. Item number four, summary number 25449, lease sub of lots. 10 through 12, square 8, Marrero Edition, subdivision WS2420, Council District 2. Uh, we're now going to open the public hearing on summary number 25449. And we'll have 30 seconds if you'd like to call in for comment. Uh, the number is 758-3117. Please press zero to initialize and get in line to speak. Madam Clerk, please note uh, there was no public comment and no one called in. Uh, Councilman Bonanno, your motion? Move to approve. Uh, any objection to the adoption of summary number 25449 on motion by Bonanno, second by template, hearing none so ordered. Uh, now we go back to executive session items. Madam Clerk, could you please read uh, the items? We have a resolution um, for a settlement for item number 24. A resolution authorizing a settlement in the lawsuit entitled Wallace Smith Jr. et al. versus the Parish of Jefferson et al. 24th JDC number 699-832 Division G. Any objection to adoption of the resolution number 24 from the executive session? On motion by Bonanno, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk. A resolution authorizing a settlement for item number 25 from the executive session a resolution authorizing settlement negotiations in the legal matter concerning LDEQ amended consolidated compliance order and notice of potential penalty enforcement tracking number WECN 19-00049A agency interest number 19537 issued on October 30, 2019 to the Jefferson Parish East Bank Wastewater Treatment Facility. Any objection to the adoption of resolution from executive session item number 25 on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing none so ordered. Madam Clerk. Settlement resolution from the executive session for item number 26. 
a resolution authorizing a settlement in the lawsuit entitled Eloise B. Champagne et al. versus West Jefferson Medical Center and Dr. Stephen B. LaGuardia, 24th ABC number 730563 Division. Any objection to the adoption of resolution number 26 brought from executive session on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing on so ordered. A resolution authorizing a settlement from executive session concerning item number 29, a resolution authorizing a settlement in the lawsuit entitled Trent Strasburg, Natalie Strasburg, and Kathleen Bishop versus Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District number one doing business as West Jefferson Medical Center, 24th JBC, number 780163, Division. Any objection to adopting item number 29 from executive session on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. I think that concludes. Yeah, one more, one more, okay. A resolution authorizing a settlement uh, regarding item number 30 on the agenda, a resolution authorizing a settlement concerning a claim for Danny Morley, claim number 14402185. Any objection of the adoption of number 30 from executive session on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing none so ordered. Um, that brings us to consent agenda number one, uh, item number 31 through 50 to be adopted in Globo. Any objections of a, to adoption item number 30 through 50 on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. So that brings us to item number Okay, let me repeat that again. Any objection Objection to adoption of item number 31 through 50, item number 50 on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing none so ordered. Uh, that brings us to the item number 51. Um, Madam Clerk, would you please call the roll? Councilman Walker. <clears throat> None. Councilman Infestado. I have none. Councilwoman Van Rankin. Yes, ma'am. Would you like me to read them? A resolution selecting an engineering firm from the list of the approved firms established under resolution number 130769 adopted on January 31, 2018. 18 for routine engineering services, which cost under $300,000 for professional engineering services for safety assurance review of the Veterans North South Pump Station. Any objections to this resolution being brought from the floor? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay, Councilman. I apologize, go ahead, Councilwoman. It's a selection, so at the appropriate time, um, I will make the selection. Okay. Any objection from the resolution being brought from the floor? 
Hearing none, so ordered. Um, you have a selection to make? Please. The firm is Ardora. Adora. All right. Um, we're now opening the public hearing on such resolution. If anyone would like to comment on the resolution, please call in at 758-3117. You will have uh, 30 seconds and uh, we'll be waiting. And please press zero to queue in if you'd like to speak. Okay, uh, no one, please note, no one has called in and commented on such a resolution. Councilwoman Van Riken has uh, chosen Adora. Uh, any objection to the adoption of the resolution on motion by Councilwoman Van Riken? Second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Next item. A resolution authorizing a cooperative endeavor agreement with Z Event Company for access and use of Bucktown Harbor Park, 325 Metairie Hammond Highway, Metairie, to host a night out night at the drive-in on May 22nd through 24th, 2020. Any objections to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, we are opening public hearing on on uh, this resolution. Uh, we'll have about 30 seconds for a comment period. If anyone would like to call in, please call 758-3117 and plus zero to initialize and get in line to speak. Councilwoman Van Rankin, your motion move. I'm going to move for approval and just for the public who may be listening in, um, this will be a drive-in movie at our Bucktown Harbor location just over the levee uh, in Bucktown. Everyone will be automatically social distanced um, because we will be in our cars to watch the drive-in movie. So again, we're inviting everyone out uh, on uh, next weekend to enjoy this event. Well, thank you very much. Any objection to the adoption of resolution or motion by Councilwoman Van Rankin? Second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk. Councilman Edwards. I believe I have one, Madam Clerk. Uh, no, it's something I needed to read at the end of the meeting. Not at a, the a, end a of the meeting? Yes, All sir. right, thank you. Thank you. Councilman Banana. I have none. Councilman Lee. I have none. 
councilman template. I have none. I've completed the. Thank you. That uh, brings us to uh, consent agenda number two. I have notations here, item number one through 21, uh, deferring, <clears throat> deferring 13 and 14 and 15. Uh, and and on a, then we have an addend, we have an amendment for item number 20. So let's try that again. Uh, in global, we'll adopt one through 21. Uh, with deferring item number 13 and 14 and 15. And we have an amendment on item number 20. Uh, any objections to adoption addendum agenda items one through 21 minus 13, I mean, uh, with deferring items number 13, 14 and 15 to June, to June 3rd, 2020. And we have an amendment on item number 20 on motion by Walker, second by template, hearing none so ordered. Uh, item number 20, Madam Clerk. Item number 20 is a resolution approving a CEA between Jefferson Parish and Joseph T. Lopenzo III in his capacity as Sheriff of the Parish of Jefferson to provide funding um, for a two-year period for the provision of commissioned personnel to provide security services to the Jefferson Parish President, Parish employees, and Parish facilities, and for providing security during meetings and hearings for a total not to exceed amount, and it's the amount that's the amendment. Um, it's been increased by 20000 to $380,000. Any objections to, to this amendment being brought from the floor on motion by template and second by Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Any objection to adoption of the resolution as amended on motion by template? Second by Walker. Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to item number 22. We're in special districts. Madam Clerk, item number 22. A resolution concurring with the approval by the Jefferson Parish Economic Development and Fifth District JEDCO on April 30, 2020, of a contract with TIP Strategies Incorporated for the development of a five year update to the Jefferson Edge in an amount not to exceed $148,475. Any objections to the adoption of resolution on motion by template, second by Walker? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 23. A resolution amending resolution number 135648 to remove section eight, which created the East Jefferson General Hospital sale task. Any objections to the adoption of the resolution on motion by Van Branken? Second by template, hearing none so ordered. Uh, a resolution and motions by council members, item number 53. A 
a resolution selecting from persons or firms from the list of approved firms established under resolution number 135192 adopted on February 12, 2020 for routine engineering services for street projects for a fee of $300,000 or less for professional engineering services for the preparation of plans and specifications for Bonneville Boulevard roadway improvement, Metairie Road to I-10. Councilwoman Van Branken. WSP. WSP. Uh, any objection to the selection of WSP on motion by Councilwoman Van Branken, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam Clerk, I have a notation that 55 will be deferred to June 3rd, 2020. I mean, 54, I'm sorry, 54 will be deferred to June 3rd, 2020. Any objection to the deferral item number 54 on motion by Lee, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. Other resolutions to be deferred, Madam Clerk, I have a note that item number 55 is canceled for request of the department. Uh, any objection or cancellation of item number 55 on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, items number 56 through 100 can be adopted in Globo. Any objection to the adoption of items number 56 through 100 on motion by Walker, second by template? Mr. Chairman, please, Mr. Chairman, please uh, remove 56 from in Global. All right. Uh, let's let's rephrase that. Uh, any objection to adoption of item number 57 through 100 on motion by Walker, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, now we'll go back to item number 56. Madam Clerk. A resolution approving an amendment one with digital engineering and imaging incorporated to provide professional services for the design and construction administration associated with Cousins Boulevard extension Woodmere Drive to Apalco Boulevard for a total fee of $598,462, which increases the cost of the engineering agreement from $156,702 to $755,164, with this cost not to be exceeded by a factor of more than 10% unless authorized by the parish council and to establish a new contract termination date of May 31, 2023, Council District 3. Any objection to the adoption of item number 56 on motion by Lee, second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. I'm sorry. Councilman Lee, would you, yeah, you unmute your mic. Go ahead, Councilman Lee. Oh, you muted your mic once again. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Okay, I had wanted to add uh, H. Davis Cole Engineering as a sub on this project on the engineering side and also exceptional inspections for the for inspection services on this project. 
So do we have an, have to do an amendment on this? Yes. Okay, so we're, we're amending item number 56 to include Dage Avis Cole as a sub, as well as exceptional inspections. Inspectional exception, uh, inspections. All right, let's do the, uh, the uh, any objection. Any objection to the adoption of the addendum, I mean, agenda item 56 as amended by Councilman Lee and second by template. Hearing none, so ordered. All right. I think Madam Clerk, that brings us to special districts. Okay. Uh, item number 101. Mr. Chairman. Res uh, yes. If we, um, if we handled 57 and 100 already, I just want to thank you, the council for the support. We just, um, you just um, approved the selection of um, Mr. Sidney Basley as our new water um, director, as well as Ms. Angela DeSoto as our new director of engineering. So thank you very much. We well, welcome both of them on board and looking forward to working with them to move the parish forward. Thank you. Thank you. Item number 101, Madam Clerk. A resolution approving an agreement with Public Consulting Group Incorporated, a study to determine the cost and feasibility of establishing and operating public emergency medical services, EMS, within and for Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District Number 1 and Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District Number 2 under RFP Number 409 for an amount not to exceed $40,000. Alrighty. Any objection to the adoption of resolution on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, uh, uh, I have a notation that item number one will be deferred to June 3rd, 2020. 102. Any objection to the deferral of item number 102 on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam Clerk, item number 103. Resolution accepting the lowest responsible bid of Empire Janitorial Sales and Services, a KBS company, proposal number 50-129672 for a two-year contract for labor materials and equipment necessary to provide janitorial services to the Jefferson Parish East Bank Consolidated Fire Department at the bid tabulation price of $52,094.98. Maximum expenditures for this contract shall not exceed $70,000 for the two years by a factor of not more than 10% without an amendment to the contract. Any objection to the adoption of the resolution on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. The 104. A resolution approving amendment number one with Carr Riggs and Ingram LLC serving as auditor for hospital service district number one for the employees of West <coughs> Jefferson Medical Center, increasing the contract cap by 1500. Any objection to the adoption of the resolution on motion by Walker, second by template? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, Madam Clerk, no new business. No status reports. We're now uh, at the part of our agenda 
where persons are wishing to appear before the council on special subject matter. Any person wishing to call in, please call in at 758-3117. That's 758-3117. And you will have two minutes to speak. uh, And please press zero to initialize and get in line. And I do believe Ms. Euler uh, you have about four emails that need to be read, four or five. Okay, so we're going to read those emails first while people are trying to queue in to uh, to comment. Madam Clerk. Mike. Um, this um, first email has no um, person's name. It's MMESS78. Please vote no to a Sinai plant and or storage. I believe the people have made their opinion clear. Look back at the outcry of the past year. Um, this is from Joe Cummings. Please, once again, I'm asking you to revoke the SPU in order to stop Cornerstone from building the new hydrogen cyanide plant and hydrogen cyanide storage vessels. Cornerstone has already had many accidents that were not related to the people of Wagaman. I'm signed up for the newsletter and phone call, everything. But tonight I hear through a third party that a ship crashed into the dock of Cornerstone supposedly no leaks, but we all know they cover up the facts like they've done before. We cannot afford any kind of accident with a cyanide plant. That would be devastating. Please stop this for the residents of Wagaman. It's just not worth it. Then from Mr. Bernard Minge, I have been a resident of Wagaman for 18 years. I am aware Cornerstone Chemical Company has been producing HCN on site for 50 years as a byproduct of a chronolite, which is required in the production of other chemicals being manufactured on their site. I am aware of their intent to upgrade and modernize their chronolite plant, which will result in increased efficiency and a reduced amount of the byproduct HCN. I understand Cornerstone intends to construct a new modern plant and associated process vessels to produce HCN, which is required to make another product currently being produced on site. Based on the fact HCN has been used there for such a long time without incident, that their plans to upgrade and modernize facilities will make it even safer, and that I do not want to see HCN brought in by truck or rail. I do not stand in opposition in granting them a permit to proceed with this project. 
ayun tuloy na lang This is from Chance Falls. I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company and I sincerely appreciate you taking the time to read my email. As one of your constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I am asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCN facility. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be on the agenda of the council's next meeting on May 13. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I live in this community and I am proud of the work my coworkers and I do. Your vote in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to record my support for Cornerstone. And while Ms. Euler's clerk is trying to key up the next email, I just want to make sure if you're waiting to speak, please make sure you press zero to QN. This is from Mr. Wayne Cario. I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical Company, and I sincerely appreciate you taking time to read my email. As one of your constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I am asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCM facility. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be on the agenda at the council's next meeting on May 13. I have been employed by Cornerstone Chemical Company, SciTech Industries, American Cyanamid for over 43 years. During that time, the company has done nothing but improve its record of safety and environmental compliance. Also as a resident of Harahan, I can attest that the recent complaints of odors which I have also experienced in the Harahan River Ridge area have not originated at Cornerstone Chemical Company. I would know from my 43 years of working there, the company has been safety handling, safely handling HCN since its opening in the 1950s with no impact on the community. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site will be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I live in this community and I am proud of the work my coworkers and I do. Your vote is in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our work facilities and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to record my support for Cornerstone. And I have one more. I write today in support of Cornerstone Chemical and I sincerely appreciate your taking time to read my email. As one of the constituents and an employee of Cornerstone, I am asking you to please support the ordinance that approves Cornerstone's permit to modernize its HCN facility. Consideration of the ordinance is expected to be 
on the agenda at the council's next meeting on May 13th. Working for Cornerstone Chemical Company, I not only assist with making the goods that have been helping people throughout the COVID-19, but I also volunteer with the company through the United Way. Cornerstone Chemical also donates to several schools throughout Jefferson Parish and has adopted schools through reading programs. Cornerstone Chemical as a company is more about help than hurt. The proposed work at the Cornerstone site would be beneficial to Louisiana and the local economy. I live in this community and I am proud of the work my coworkers and I do. Your vote in support of Cornerstone will help us continue to create good jobs in our community, modernize our facilities and run an even safer plant. I appreciate the opportunity to record my support for Cornerstone. And that's the last email. Okay, thank you, Madam Clerk, for those emails. Do we have anyone queued up to speak? There is no one on the line to speak. Uh, currently, we have no one on the line to speak. Uh, so that means we have no one on the public comment period other than those five emails, or six emails we had. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, that brings us now to ordinances for introduction and publication and summary. Madam Clerk, please read all. Uh, all Items ready for introduction, publication, and summary. The first item that I have requires a unanimous vote to be read into summary. Um, it's an ordinance from Councilman Template uh, establishing an economic development district for the Terrytown area. Is there any objection of having this item read into summary from any council members? Hearing none, so ordered. I actually need to open a public hearing on such item. Uh, so if anyone would like to call in and comment at 758-3117, you have 30 seconds to do so, and please press zero to queue in. Yes, sir. We need a motion. Yes, sir. Any comment noted that anyone called in or sent an email? Madam Clerk, uh, make a motion by Councilman Template, second by Walker to move on motion from the floor. It's um, an ordinance amending ordinance number 25908, establishing an economic development district for the benefits of the restoration tax abatement program for the Terrytown area in Jefferson Parish, Louisiana to amend boundaries of said economic development district. Um, and this is a second floor item, uh, which requires unanimous vote. And it's um, renaming the East Jefferson General Hospital service road. Um, and I need you to 
open up publication. Uh, this came from Ms. Van Ryan. Any objection from this being brought from the floor by any council member? Looking at my head, you don't need it. So let's try that again. Any objections to this item being brought from the floor from any council members? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, we'll open a public hearing on this item. Have 30 seconds to call in. Please call in at 758-3117 and press zero to initialize. Please note that no one has called in or commented uh, on motion by Councilwoman Van Ranken, second by Councilman Templet, to accept the item being brought from the floor. All, in, all hearing, no opposition, so moved. An ordinance renaming the East Jefferson General Hospital Service Road located between and adjacent to East Jefferson General Hospital and the Suburban Canal from its intersection with Ithaca Street to its intersection with West Esplanade Avenue in Metairie, Louisiana, as Healthcare Heroes Way, Metairie, Louisiana, in honor of all healthcare workers and first responders who dedicate their lives to ensure the health, safety, and wellness of our community. And then uh, an ordinance, an ordinance amending Chapter 8 of the Code of Ordinances relative to providing regulations. An ordinance. 23 article 5 and 23 to clarify various sections of the financial disclosure requirements. An ordinance adding the demolition and removal charges for buildings, dwellings, and other structures which had become derelict and presented a danger to the health and welfare of the residents of Jefferson Parish under section 1953 of the code to the annual ad valorem tax bills. An ordinance adding the fines and hearing costs imposed by the administrative hearing officer pursuant to LSARS 13-2575 and Jefferson Parish Ordinances Section 2.5-1 at SEC for buildings, dwellings, and other structures which have become derelict and presented a danger to the health and welfare of the residents of Jefferson Parish under Sections 19-46 at SEC of the Code of Ordinances to the Annual Avenue Tax Bills. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 4074, the personnel rules for the classified service of Jefferson Parish to amend rule seven, section 5.32. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish to create the new job classifications of account clerk one central finance office account Clerk 2, Central Finance Office, Account 1, Central Finance Office, and Account Accountant 2, Central Finance Office, and delete the classification Accountant Special Programs. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish to revise the pay grade assignment for the class of information specialists. Um, 
All right, any objections to, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not finished. Um, an ordinance submitted under docket number SP620 approving requested variances to landscaping standards and parking regulations of the C1 neighborhood commercial CPZ commercial parkway overlay zone for a laundromat and food service establishment located at 11329 Jefferson Highway on lot 1A square 5 own your own subdivision Jefferson Parish Louisiana in the area bounded by Wilker Neal, Wilker Neal Avenue Newton Street side and Cumberland Street and I'm checking to make sure there was nothing else there. Um, and An ordinance amending the official zoning map of Jefferson Parish for former railroad right-of-way portions of land, also known as parcel 11-3 and parcel 12-1, a portion of a 30-foot road and the north portion of original square 122, Shrewsbury subdivision proposed lots B1 through B6, C1 through C8, and D1 through D6, Mont Industrial Park subdivision. From R1A, to M1, docket number EZ120. An ordinance submitted under docket number, hmm, how do I get this back? Um, An ordinance submitted under docket number ES520 approving the preliminary and final plat of subdivision of former railroad right of way portions of land, also known as parcel 113 and parcel 121, a portion of 30 foot road and the north portion of original square 122, Shrewsbury subdivision into lots B1 through B6, C1 through C8, and D1 through D6, Mont Industrial Park subdivision, which lots are owned by S. Airline Properties LLC and approving and accepting the final plat of said subdivision. An ordinance submitted under docket number ES3620 approving the preliminary and final plat of subdivision of lots 24, 25, and 26B, square 24, Ridge Nursery subdivision, and lots 1B, 2, and 3, square 60, Metairieville subdivision. Open up. 
ordinance amending the official zoning map of for lots 1B, 2, and 3, square 60, Metairie Ridge subdivision portion of proposed lot 25A, square 24, Metairie Ridge nursery subdivision. From R2 to C1, and proportions of lots 1B, 2, and 3, square 60, Metairieville subdivision, proposed lot 2A, square 60, Metairieville subdivision. From R2 to GO2. An ordinance submitted under docket number ES 1220 approving the preliminary and final plat of subdivision of lots 15 through 31 square 356 Hesma Farm subdivision Jefferson Parish, Louisiana into lots 15A and 31A square 356 Hesma Farm subdivision which lots are owned by ACV um, 9 LLC and approving and accepting the final plat. An ordinance amending the 2020 operating budget of Jefferson Parish and ordinance amending the 2020 capital budget of Jefferson Parish. And that's all of the items I have to read into summary. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, any objection to the motion to accept all items read in the summary? by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. We have to revisit item number 67 uh, and take it up again separately for clarification. Uh, so Madam Clerk, can you do the number item 67? No, your mic's not. Your mic's not. A resolution approving amendment A to extend for one year the contract with United Healthcare to provide an EPO medical plan for health insurance coverage for one parish employees and eligible dependents, two retirees and eligible dependents, four non medical care eligible and live in the service area, and three a PPO for retirees and eligible dependents who live out of the service area of the EPO and the Medicare 65 plans including beginning January 1, 2021 and ending December 31, 2021. Are you finished, Madam Clerk? Yes, sir. And this is just a clarification that we're, we're accepting the current plan that's in place. Uh, this is a, a motion on item to accept item number 67, a motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing, hearing everyone so ordered. Uh, back to our reports and notices. Madam Clerk, I think we have an election notice that needs to be read in. Mike. The Jefferson Parish Council intends to vote on a resolution to authorize the calling of a special election for the levy and collection of a special tax in the parish of Jefferson, state of Louisiana specifically. Plantation Estate Subdivision Special District shall Plantation Estate Subdivision Special District Parish of Jefferson State of Louisiana the district 
be authorized to levy and collect an annual security enhancement tax beginning in the year 2021 and the amount of $500 in each of the years 2021 to 2024 inclusive and the amount of $575 in each of the years 2025 to 2028 inclusive and then the amount of $625 in each of the years 2029 to 2030 inclusive against each parcel of improved and movable property listed and or assigned on the tax rolls of the parish of Jefferson and located in the district with the estimated amount reasonably expected to be collected from the levy of the tax for one year being $208,000 for the purpose of purchasing, acquiring, constructing, and improving or leasing, maintaining and operating machinery and equipment and other facilities to be used and paying other expenses incurred and or contracting for services to be rendered in connection with providing security enhancement services for the district. The Jefferson Parish Council will vote on this resolution at the Jefferson Parish Council meeting to be held on Wednesday, June 24, 2020, beginning at 10 a.m. at the Council Chambers, second floor general government building, Gretna, Louisiana, unless held virtually. The tentative date for this election is Saturday, December 5, 2020. Before we adjourn. So we're ready to key up the speaker. Who do we have? I'm sorry. Phone number ending in 779. Please uh, state your name and you have two minutes. Al Morella, 4260 East Royal Drive, 5th District. Kenner, 4th District, on it. Unincorporated Jefferson, 48 years. Okay, uh, campaign contribution. Mr. Al, you need to turn From off your listening. listening to yourself in the background. You need to turn off what you're listening to yourself in the background and just talk normally. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm basically doing that. Yes. Okay. Can y'all hear me okay? Everything's all right now? Everything's perfect. Just go ahead and speak like you normally do. Okay. Total campaign contributions meeting of April 8, $264,300. Uh, top five benefactors, uh, Parish President Lee Shane, Councilman Byron Lee, Councilman Rickley Templet, Councilman Dino Bonanno, and uh, Councilwoman Jennifer Van Rankin. Campaign contributions from... April 22nd, total $169,550. Top five benefactors, Byron Lee, uh, Parish President Lee Shang, Councilman Ricky Templet, uh, Councilman Bonanno, and Councilman Impostato. I want to commend Councilman Impostato for forfeiting his councilmatic salary and spending his own money to help the first responders, the seniors, and working with the Council on Aging. Uh, very admirable of you, Councilman. Admirable of you. I want to also commend Mayor Carmadale of Grand Isle and his handling of this crisis and opening up his parish for business. I mean, opening up his city. I'm sorry, Grand Isle 
for business. Zero cases reported at that time in Grand Isle. Yeah, 30 seconds, Mr. Al. Okay, now I want to comment on uh, Paris President Lee Shang's press conference yesterday. You reported 32,000 people have te been tested in Justin Parish. Uh, I'm one of those 32,000, and 6,788 were positive cases. That means 23,000 plus was negative cases. We don't hear nothing about negative cases. And I'm, I'm thankful to God and that I am one of those negative cases and proud to say I am. On the state level, something you're not hearing from the governor as well. Okay. Yeah, 10 seconds, Mr. Allen. 9,804 9, uh, cases were tested in the state lab, 211,000 in commercial labs. Total number at that time, this is as of Monday, 30,000 plus positive cases. That means we got almost, we got 217,000 negative cases. We don't hear nothing about this. Well, so you're hearing about it now. And not only that, I challenge the governor to debate me anytime, anywhere, as long as it's a public place, because I got some comments and some questions for him concerning this whole issue that I'm not very pleased with. And, and Mr. Al, your time's up, so thank you. Anybody got any comments, any questions? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think Ms. Eula has one more item she has to read in. An ordinance amending chapter 19 of the Code of Ordinances relative to providing regulations. I'm sorry, I misread it. Uh, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Any objection to a motion by all council members present to adjourn this meeting? Speak loud now. Hearing none, so ordered. Thank y'all. Rosewood, it's too plush. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. Life is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, $100,000 for the cheapest ring on the finger, look. Ooh, I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and automotive. Ooh, dropped $3 on the ring, call it been the truck, look. Ooh, I was in the trap circle, and they ain't been the same fence. Ooh, granted, she was standing right down while I catch play on the. Ooh, I made them look, go hey, while I in this. I'd have been down bad in them trenches, had to ride with that Ooh, who gave you who gave that Pluto Central and lick Ooh, too many convicts that rolled me to play in this Ooh, proud of what nonsense, get old summer in this Ooh, 
They had the counter like lighting it up. In the back, get it. Ooh, I'm on a PJ lighting it up. Ooh, I'm trying to talk that for London and it's extended.